Ima- imagine being 18 and your dad is Viper. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, you at that age, you understand like memes and stuff like that, and you just see your dad like Shigeru Miyamoto is my homie, like some shit. Like, like this is the most insane personal life on Wikipedia. He believes he is the second coming of Christ. He suffered pneumonia as a, as a result of wearing a contraption he calls the homest of death, um, or the THOD, which is in fact small women's body wraps he wears constantly in order to quote unquote make small. <laughs> like, like, it's that's, like, that's on Wikipedia. That's a statement about a human being. It's, it's, it's like peak internet. And, and then the next the next sentence is under style. Viper is prolific, having released three hundred forty seven albums in twenty fourteen alone. And I'm just like, gee, like no, <laughs> you don't release f- three hundred fifty albums in a year. What's good, man? It's your boy Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. Listen, I can't do an intro. Like every time I try, it's either me screaming or me being like, like I, I don't know what to do at this point. All right, welcome everyone to the Virtual Homework Podcast, featuring your hosts Dana and Sam. I'm not Dana. I am Sam. Who are you? <laughs> I am Dana. I'm uh, yeah. having technical difficulties uh, with myself, but that's okay. We're gonna get through this. Yeah, he lost the leg today. <laughs> It's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I need to break a leg for this one, dude. What's up, everybody? No, no, you didn't break a leg. You lost it. Where'd it go? Like, you slammed it like, in the car door on the highway like at 70 land, miles land an hour. Land Lost. Do you remember that show? I mean, what's the point of having two legs? Uh, to stand? <laughs> like, what the fuck do you mean? You ever try- <laughs> stand with one leg? What dude, are you talking dude, about? Okay, speaking of one leg, I played fucking uh, Ring Fit Adventure for the first time, and you have to stand on one leg, and that shit is hard. You bought Ring Fit Adventure? No, my, my buddy has it. Okay, uh, I have Ring Fit Adventure, and I've played a solid 30 minutes of it. Uh, it is surprisingly fun, actually. This is a, this it's a, surprisingly fun. It's also a very good workout. Like it's legit. Like, like it's an hard on the calves, workout, and it's uh, it, it's like a fun workout. I could see kids getting into it. If uh, all right, next game. Let's let's both get in shape. Yeah, l- let me do that on my Switch Lite with like the smallest <laughs> fucking screen imaginable. It's like playing. <laughs> like, no, I'm also imagining like because you have to put in the ring like the Joy-Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like ripping it off the controller. <laughs> Uh, no, but it was actually like a fantastic uh, concept. I hope they reiterate on that uh, kind of thing. You hope they just like add a setting where they could put an entire switch light in the ring. <laughs> well, no, just like <laughs> on the idea of like you know you can wrap around your leg. You can do like a whole bunch of like different like workouts or whatever. But it was super fucking funny though because I was like. It, when, when you used to play it again, it's like, oh, do you want it harder than last time? And I was like, I want it to be as hard as possible. Like. So I was dying. Were you like squatting like twice a second? Do I had to do it for like thirty-five times? It was ridiculous. Jesus. But I have a question. I have an answer. Maybe. What's the title of this podcast? The the virtual homework podcast. No. What's the title of the episode? Uh, Unravel. Well, first of all, it's episode thirty. That's pretty cool, right? <laughs> oh shit! This is the thirtieth episode. Thanks for Woo! listening for thirty episodes. Yeah, and uh. Some fireworks and some other random like uh, celebration sounds for uh, three seconds maximum. Okay, I'll I'll cut it out at three seconds. But thank you all for thirty episodes. We do really appreciate the support. But more importantly, who gives a shit about Ring Fit Adventure? That's not why we're here. This is not why you we're. You saw here. the title of the video. You we saw played that it's 
Unravel. Duh. Un- unravel? Un- unravel? Unravel? I'm actually not sure right now. And there's also Unravel 2, but that's a, a different game, but... Is it, yeah, we're not... There's no 2 in the title. No. It's 3-0. It's not even, it's not even like episode 2-9 or anything like that. But we played Unraveled, which is a platformer by Ubisoft. Surprise, surprise, say, another platform game on the podcast. Yeah, we, we love platformers. We like RPGs. And I'm trying to think of like other games. I guess we play racing games because of you, but it has, it's been a while, actually, since we played a racing game, now that I think about it. So we had that t- we had that discussion, and it was actually like, we didn't actually play that many racing games. It was like three racing games. Yeah, and then they were actually pretty good racing games. Maybe there'll be more. Maybe, Maybe there'll be some bad racing games. We'll, we'll see. Unraveled is a game by Ubisoft. And let me just put it out there. Ubisoft is the worst company in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, we're not even going to talk about the game right now. Can we just talk about Origin for a fucking second? Yeah, I don't want to have to log... make. So I have actually never played another Ubisoft game, at least that required Origin before. And it's just like, I want to play the game. I don't want to have to sign up for an account. I don't want to have to like use Ubisoft Origin online every single time I play this game. So, I'm already playing it on Steam. I don't want this. another overlay on top of it. You buy the game on Steam. You open the game in Steam, and then an, a pop-up comes saying you need to install Origin, create an account, and then log into Origin to play your game you bought on Steam. Like, what the absolute shit? Like, th- th- there's literally no reason behind Like. What what is their fucking logic behind that? Other than yeah, piss and you like off. I don't get it. Like Origin's not a good service. I'm not like getting no. value by using Origin. Like it just makes me annoyed. It makes me hate Ubisoft more. If I if I didn't have to use Origin, I'd be like, all right, this is chill. I might buy more. Like it's literally turning me off from playing Ubisoft games. There there can't be a good business reason behind this. No, but they make their game difficult to play. I think it was really summed up well by Donkey, who played like. <laughs> family feud on stream yeah, like yeah, a couple yeah, of days yeah. ago and spent like the first like 10 minutes of the stream cussing out ubisoft because it required yeah, cause him like logging into origin to him yeah because yeah. uh you were i was at work and you sent this to me i actually watched that stream he, he was fucking he was shitting on it pretty hard but uh yeah he was he was saying some shit about ubisoft employees i'm not gonna go into it I mean, he's a popular YouTuber, so like, yeah, yeah, if anyone's going to get canceled by him. Uh, but. but let's talk a little bit about this game. I mean, if, because it's from uh, Ubisoft, you know it's going to have that AAA polish. You know it's going to look fucking amazing. You know, this game looks absolutely stunning. But uh, it's a platforming game where you are a string man, and you use your string to kind of get across like the world. I your name's I, Yarny. Is that really your okay, name? Okay, you have a name. You're oh, wow. Yarny. Dude, I, I, I don't give a fuck what his fucking name is. It's uh. You obviously didn't see the Ubisoft like E3 video in 2016, like being like, "I hope you get our game." This is Yarny. I love Yarny. Like it, it was actually like one of the most heartwarming, heartwarming videos like, so, of E3 ever produced. Here's the thing: I don't do heartwarming. It makes me feel physically uncomfortable. So I bet this game made you feel physically uncomfortable because this is like the most sentimental, like surprisingly yeah, heartfelt it, it, game of all time. It, it's like super cringy to me, like to, to be honest, like it's super like like phoned in. It's a, it's like trying so hard to be indie. It's like almost upsetting. It's like, it's like oh you're a grandma and you you miss how things used to be with your grandchildren and and look at these pictures of your grandchildren. Like it's like artsy and uh. Just so I hard disagree it. that it's trying to be indie. There are a couple things that I agree with you on that is like a little too. much much but this is i think what i would call a triple a 
2 D platformer done right, and there's actually very few in this day and age. Like when I think of AAA plat- uh, 2 D platformer that done right, I think of Mario, like with the new Super Mario Bros. series. Like yeah, you could criticize them, but they're still very well polished. I think of like Sackboy from like Sony, like a uh, little big planet. Yeah, like this is actually honestly up there. Like this game, as you said, looks beautiful. Like oh yeah, this is a 2 D platformer that also controls super well. Uh, as a yarn character, you're able to like do certain. So mer- I- I'm gonna stop you right now. I thought this game was horribly, horribly overrated. Like, absolutely. Like, I don't think it was overrated. It got like seven to eights out of ten. So it's like, well, not like whatever. I I did not think it was that good. Like, I did. I really? actually did not have that good of a time playing it, to be honest. Um, well, fuck you. I enjoyed it a lot. I played it so eight you, hours. I saw okay, that you like so, barely played an hour. I no. I played. I played. I played the two hours on it. Uh, so okay. I got. I th- got three of the levels done. Um, so my problem with this game is I felt I got everything out of it after playing the first 30 minutes, and nothing else after that felt like it was engaging enough to make me want to keep going. Um, so th- so there's two things on that. I, I definitely agree that, like, the levels don't have that much variety between them. Like, I I understand why this is not considered, like, one of the best platformers of this yeah. generation. Like, it's not no it's no Super Meat Boy. It's not, like, building no, no, upon no, no. things. You pretty much have uh, a couple controls. You are a yarn character. You could jump. You could basically use your yarn as a grappling hook, and you could tie your yarn to certain points, and from that create like either slopes to push up objects. Yeah, basically, one hundred percent of puzzles a, are are that though. It's like a trampoline. You, yeah, and, and and there really isn't that much in there. There's really like three things you could do. There's a combination. Some of the puzzles later, like I got uh, through seven of the levels. I think there's eight actual total levels. Yeah. But uh, some of the later ones are actually relatively complicated. But I agree, this game is definitely not challenging. If you're looking for like a hard platformer, this is no. not it. What I will say that actually really bugged me so there's there's multiple ways to beat this game this game is actually relatively cheap i think it was 20 dollars at retail and like yeah. we got it actually for like five each it was like yeah, a yeah. mega sale but uh it's totally worth five dollars i don't i don't know if you disagree with that but if you do then you're lame i mean it's worth five dollars i guess it just i i would not i personally if knowing what i know now i would have not have i would not have paid really yeah. Well, you're slightly past the refund point, so get fucked, yeah. idiot. Um, <laughs> uh, but what I will say, which bugged me, is there's multiple ways to play this game. It's a shorter game, so there's only eight levels, but they have like a hundred percent completion with like mm-hmm. getting these secrets throughout the level and also beating it with uh without losing any lives. Uh, the game has like an infinite life system with the checkpoint, so it's actually mm-hmm. pretty easy to like go through a level. It's not it's not trying to be hard. No. But I will say is that the secrets placed in this level. There's five secrets. I was actually pretty upset about like how easy these secrets were to get. Yeah. There's like one or two that I could think of that were actually not obvious, but like it's literally like you see the secret and it's like very slightly different paths to get them. Like it's it's like if you want the secret, you're not really putting any effort extra to get them. So part of that made me feel like they didn't really they they made a bunch of cool levels so, and they didn't really feel about like I guess getting I, the longevity. I there. guess just for me personally, I, I like physically got bored because, like I said, it, um, it, the puzzles are all very samey. It's all like you build a bridge, jump up a tree, or you you push a rock, or you know you you rappel down, and it's like uh, it, it felt very samey. And then like, there was like a puzzle, and you get to the end of it, and it's like oh. Uh, for whatever reason, first off, my main major major issue is there is no. This is a phys- physics game basically, and there is no consistency in the physics. I feel a lot of the time. Sometimes your line will slack. Sometimes it won't slack. Sometimes you'll do the full puzzle and you're one inch away from the next checkpoint, but you can't get to it. So you do the re- redo the puzzle in the exact same way, and then magically it works. Um, 
you know, it, it's like I I did feel like the puzzles lost their creativity. Um, like in some of the puzzle uh, levels, I felt were like way too long. I was just like, okay, I'm done with this. Move on to the next one, stuff like that. Um, so so on the point of puzzles too long or levels too long, the second and third level especially really overstayed their welcome. I think like four through six were fine. Yeah, but like th- the fact is like this game has a pretty good save system but it's not totally obvious like these levels are long but you think you're gonna lose all your progress if you literally exit the game when in reality i'm not complaining that i was losing progress at all whatsoever like that was not an issue like the continues were perfect it was just like i I just want to move on to the next thing because i was physically bored with the level like no i i definitely think that's that's true like I, I got a little bit bored of certain levels, but, like, one of the things I was scared about, because, like, these levels, some of these levels are really long. I mean, there's only yeah. eight levels in the game, and, like, they're beautifully crafted, so, like, you know, like, they're going to spend time on each level. Yeah, I mean, like, everything um, is fucking uh, gorgeous and, you know, planted out and all the, you know, obstacles and everything and how, like, the world interacts with you is all, you know, 10 out of 10, but... But, no, what, I, what I'm saying is, like... It's not obvious. Like, there's, like, checkpoints in the level, but, like, when you when you exit a game, when you, like, literally physically close a game and reopen it, you expect to start at the beginning of the level, right? Mm-hmm. The, the game actually, like, starts you, like, two-thirds or however far you yeah, got in the yeah, level, yeah. Which, which is pretty nice. But, like, I, def- I definitely, like, it wasn't clear to me. Like, I was legitimately scared I would lose all my progress if I quit. So, like, I ended up just, like, binging on this game for long periods of time. I will say, like, I, th- I thought the physics puzzles were actually, like, pretty consistent. Like, I... I was able to judge when I would be able to make a slope or a, a trampoline or anything. I didn't have that issue. I thought it was actually really cool how like Yarny interacted with some of these. Yarny's the main character. Basically, as you, the the way that this game works is uh as the further you get from like a point of yarn, the less yarn you have on the character. So, uh you basically literally unravel and until you get to like a new source of yarn, like mm-hmm. you could only go so far, you only get a certain amount of distance. This sounds like kind of expected, but like there are certain puzzles in the game where if you have a certain amount of unraveling your weight changes so you are literally lighter as a character yeah. and therefore a physics puzzle won't work i was actually really impressed at like how how much they extended these like physics to like match the character i, I, I felt like uh, like i found so many situations where i felt like the rules were breaking themselves like uh, like the, the length of your la- uh uh, your lasso would sometimes like be like way too short, and sometimes it'd be way too long. There was really no way to pull the slack when you're going from like one uh, attach point to one another. Sometimes it would be super taut, sometimes it wouldn't, and it's just like I didn't understand, or it didn't make itself apparent to why it would or why it wouldn't. Even if you're like dragging and pulling and stuff like that, I just wish there was a little bit more consistency with how um, the different lock points worked and stuff like that. It's like oh, magically this is going to be a trampoline but the one next to it isn't going to be one you know type thing i i uh i mean like i understand a little where you're coming from but i i think that uh 99 of the time for me it was obvious want to know like i actually enjoyed i i feel like the flavor of this game doesn't necessarily come from like the the platform mechanics but like just we mentioned like everything looks beautiful but like the environment interacts with you in a way that like i really enjoyed like remember that like groundhog in the first level that's just like yeah. snooping around and was like oh that dude's fucking dope I was, yeah, I was a fan cool. of there's that like, guy. There's like the moose like going around and stuff like that. You're getting like attacked by like um, flies and like the the swamp level and stuff like that. Like I said, like the environments, like the entire game, how everything is crafted is like absolutely like a masterclass in like how the environments, you know, graphics, sound, everything. Just the physical gameplay gimmick just was not that fun to me. Well, we're allowed to disagree if you didn't know. Yeah. 
I want to know. It, it is really weird, though. I, I First of all, I don't expect you to play this game. I'm actually probably going to 100% this game. I'm yeah. pretty close, and uh, I'm, I'm enjoying it. So I will probably go back and beat this game 100%, get all the achievements. But as the game progresses, it gets, like, weirdly dark, but, like, also weirdly sentimental. Like, for example, like, you start going through a cave, and, like, there's mm-hmm. mud, and your character's going through the rain. And then, like, the next level, like, you're going through this, like electric like deforestation thing and like it's talking about like how good firefighters are and it's like like it's weird because it can't get dark because this game for some reason is like weirdly sentimental so like it's talking about like bad situations and how like society helps remediate them but it made me realize something like this game and i'm going to describe it in a way that is positive and negative but i think you're going to agree okay this is live laugh love the video game (laughs) yeah yeah, that's, that's a really good way to put it. Um, like, it, it, I just feel like it's like too, like you said, it's just like trying to be as like wholesome and like how to say non-offensive as possible. Like, at- yeah, we we didn't really get into the plot. There isn't really much plot, but yeah, you are a grandma. You drop your yarn ball. Yarny is created. He's just and then Yarny's going through memories, trying to get like photos back of like going to separate parts of your life with your family, and it's like we're gonna reminisce on being on this mountain. It's so beautiful here, and it's like th- yeah. Thank it's, you, Yarny. For like to, I mean, I guess I'm not a family person, so it's just like ultra cringy uh, to me and stuff like that. So that probably has. I mean, some... I know after you abandoned your like wife and children in Cambodia, that was fucked up. Yeah, Definitely I mean, but they had man. it coming for them. I mean, I wanted ice cream. You know, they wanted uh, not ice cream, and so I was like, "Fuck you guys! I'm getting ice cream as last." I want to know what the opposite of vanilla ice cream is. What the Khmer Rouge leaders of Cambodia from 1970 to 1985? What? Yeah, that's, I think. <laughs> okay, pause this for five seconds to go Google that and come back and then be like, haha, I get that joke. Sorry, I apologize. They were in operation from 1951 to 1999. Yeah, I was way off. I understand we got a lot of Cambodian history majors in the podcast so, uh, um, listening We're going to take the so, time to apologize it's for fucked up. Um, what he just did, the inaccuracy. Yeah, I, I fucked up. I made a bad historical joke, and I'm willing to pay the price. But yeah, I mean, I I really want I try I like I played this game for about an hour. I like literally was like I don't want to play this. Like, and then I played it for like the second hour, and I was like I really don't want to play this. Yeah, he didn't want to play it, and I'm like, why are you not playing this game, huh? You see my gameplay time? You see oh this time yeah, at seven yeah, hours, huh? Mister, I played huh, like bitch? ninety minutes of Hollow Knight, and I played forty one hours. No, okay. So first of all, you played what like eight hours of hollow Knight before yeah, the actual thing but i also played like i played like two to no, i played three to four hours of hollow Knight before the actual podcast like i genuinely tried to enjoy mm-hmm. that game and i didn't turns out we actually even though there's multiple 2d platformers that are considered like 10 out of 10 high class we like yeah. different things it's it's fucked up honestly yeah we should fight in real life sometime oh i would love it i would put it on a video and then we'd like make a patreon that only has that <laughs> video and it'd be like 50 bucks a month if you want access to that I video mean- no downloadability. The the only reason, like, I would give this game probably like an eight out of ten, but it gets a three out of ten. For me. You want to know why? Because you can't play this game in Windows. Yeah, mode. that up. shit sucked. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. You're literally like this game was originally for yeah. PS4, and I guess it, like it's kind of like Death Stranding where it came to PC later. I'm like, I'm wondering like how little they cared about this port. Like maybe that's why it's also on Origin. Like not windowed mode. That's why. I just, I just feel like that should why? be. I mean that just goes to show like uh like Ubisoft like it just it just is another thing to add on of like out of touch like out of like way too big game companies that like do all these decisions for like literally no reason someone with an MBA thinks they know what the fuck they're doing and it like 
it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, I, like I, remember, I was like googling it for like 15 minutes before I realized like this is actually impossible. They made their game. I'm like, yeah, there's like weird ways where you could like use external programs to make it windowed, but like, I no, remember, fuck like, it. If, if this is how they want me to play the game, this is how I'm going to play the that game. That was one I'm of the first things you sent a me a, a message about was that you couldn't play in windowed mode. I was pissed. I was pissed. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm just not a fan of like the gimmick and stuff like that. What's your opinion on the music? It's low-key. I, I think that orchestra, like, either could really enhance a game or it could kind of be annoying. I think this is more on the annoying side. Like, when I think of, like, good orchestra, obviously Here's Super Mario Galaxy comes around where it's, it's, like, epic feeling. good music. I don't like it, though. I think it's, like, boring. It's, like, like I said, it's just, like, it's that... Emotional violin. It's, like, eh. Yeah. I, I don't want to hear well, that this. that just means... It just goes back to our saying about this game is, like, trying to be so fucking indie and sentimental and, like, have, like, deeper meaning behind it and stuff like that. Trying. Tr- keyword being trying, not is, you know, because this is from a major uh, publisher. You just didn't see the Yarny presentation at E3. I did not. Go fuck yourself, dude. Uh, maybe I can watch it after this, and then it'll change my opinion. But uh, Yeah, maybe maybe you'll weep, and then you'll apologize. Next episode, it's going to be like a 75-minute apology by Dana. 75 minutes, pure apology. We're not even going to get to the gameplay. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm not sorry, everybody. Yeah, he's not that sorry. I mean, like this game's not this even game, sorry. This game's like Ikaruga. like you said, it's a, a three out of ten. This game's a hard three out of ten. Like actually, for me, this, I I actually think this game's an eight out of ten. But I'm a little bit pissed about the Windows thing. I'm I'm 100 gonna beat it. It's good. I'm going. Who knows? Unravel I, I am, two might be on the podcast. I'm happy for and you. You'll be pissed. You know, I had my Hollow Knight. You know, and I love the shit out of that. And I played it. And this is gonna be your Hollow Knight. Yeah, Hollow Knight was a five out of ten for me. I'm surprised you're giving this game three out of, three out of ten. Like. From a major publisher right now would be like literally like I, this I, I was like bored like I was physically bored. You're like, allowed to be bored, okay? But like I'm trying to imagine like a game getting I'm a three allowed. out of ten from like IGN in 2020, and like I can't um, like that has to be the absolute worst playing experience of all time. Like they didn't pay IGN nearly enough money. They're getting that three out of ten. If this is had like I said, I felt a lot of consistency issues with the mechanics. And puzzles were well, creative. Well, does anyone tell you you're, you're really bad at Unravel? Uh, d- 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 you're just so bad at Unraveled. Like all, can, like all your friends are like playing Unraveled. Can we, They're speedrunning like it, and you're just like T-shirt that says Dana sucks at Unraveled. Well, originally it was gonna be Dana sucks at at Earthbound. Oh yeah, that's a but good. On, sh- on on the back, it's gonna be Dana sucks at Unraveled. Also, can we just have like a, a T-shirt? It says Dana sucks at Earthbound. That's crossed out. Then it says Dana sucks gonna, at Unraveled. We're gonna have like a template for forehead tattoos. Yeah, it's gonna be like if you want if you want to put Dana sucks at Earthbound on your forehead or Dana sucks at Unraveled, we're gonna have like a really good stencil for your tattoo artist. What game do you suck at? Mario. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know, every single first person shooter that ever existed. Uh see the thing with first person shooters is I never I like I would do like the first person shooter mode and stuff like that, but I always play like the mini games. Like did you ever play like on Valve like the like mini games and stuff like that? Like whether it was like surfing or like zo- like the zombie mods or anything like that? I was always ter- like the only mode I remember was Halo 3 like the zombie mode where like everyone had the fucking energy sword. Yeah. Oh that shit was fun. That's the- yeah, I, I completely forgot about that until now. I'm like having flashbacks, and I kind of want to play that. But <laughs> like, I like honestly, I feel like Halo Three had a really underrated mod community. Oh, absolutely. Like, 
Halo Three still exists, but like I don't I don't think the mods exist. And like maybe they probably do, honestly. And I'm just yeah. like talking out my ass, but like I remember those like racing maps where people yeah. made like fucking loops, like crazy. Those shit, Those were right? so dope. Yeah, like uh, yeah. that. Like uh, I do. Like I I completely forgot about that zombie mod uh, that you had mentioned until like I thought about it. I, I played a lot of Halo Three multiplayer. The more I think about it, it might have been the most. Yeah, no, Halo Three multiplayer was amazing, and like I I probably spent fifty percent of my time in like the the custom mods. Or just like the weird ass games, like what was the grav ball or whatever with the grav hammer, where like I would. Oh God! I just remember getting like pentakills like constantly in that version. I just like hitting like, people with a hammer. It was just very satisfying. Like game game modding is obviously as big as ever, but like I, I I miss a lot of those those maps, and I feel like even if they still exist, like like I tried playing Halo Three again, and it's like the problem is like every single time I play Halo Three, like people who stop didn't stop playing Halo are playing Halo Three, yeah, so like just, I just get fucking annihilated. Like isn't that the, isn't that the same argument that they had uh, with like people getting too good at like Fall Guys? Like oh, people like it ruins it when you try hard at these games. But it's like I mean it's like but if you like this game, you're gonna you're gonna try hard at it. You know. What I mean well the issue is just that like the the matchmaking is in such a way that like i'm getting absolutely dominated every single match like i feel like enough people like do you have the halo master chief collection i do not know you should get that because it's honestly like i don't I don't know how much you played like halo one two three etc but like it it's Dude, it's just as good as ever how would you how would you feel about like let's do like halo like three legendary like for the pod for the pod, I mean, like, if you want to choose Halo 3 campaign, that's fine, but and we can, like, I, I, play yeah, it I together. Want, I want to play it together, though. I think that'd be fucking dope. Let's see what, let's see what people, if, if you guys want to see us do something like that, like, let's play, like, a, a, game, like the, a game like that that's stupid fucking hard and awesome, uh, let us know in the comments below, or uh, via any communication channel, uh, channels that we may have. Let us know by Telegraph or Pigeon. Yeah. Send a pigeon to my P.O. box and see what happens. Message me on Discord and call me a fucking idiot, and that'll be... Yeah, that that means we... If if so, if so you say you're a fucking idiot to, to Dana on Discord, that probably means that you want us to play Halo. Yeah. It might just be unrelated, but we're not sure right now. <laughs> uh, and other news, what happened this week? A lot. <laughs> like, so A lot happened much. this week. Like, last week, we're like, uh, 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 but, like, this week, it's like... Last week, we weren't even that, uh, 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 because we had, like, Discord and Twitch to be pissed about. We're still pissed at Discord. <laughs> yeah. And then we're still pissed at Twitch. <laughs> like, it just gets... I'm pretty sure we're not pissed at Discord. I meant to say Twitch, yeah, but shit. We just... Yeah, we're still pissed. We're just, we're just always pissed. We're, like, the, the angry gamers right now. Well, the angry video game nerds. Well, well, for one, it's, like, um, there was that tweet on, uh... Twitter of the guy who he's like, oh, I guess I can't do cooking streams any anymore. Like the sound of my uh, blender got flagged as a, a, a Skrillex song. I got a DMCA, and, it had, and people believed him. It got like fifty thousand upvotes. No, it got or, or, way more than that. It got like, uh, let me see here, upvotes on Twitter. It got a hundred and four thousand likes, and it was fake. I mean, like it was just a joke. Yeah, it was a joke. But, spe- but then people are like uh, reading it. And then they're like, hey, you know, this didn't actually happen. Like, this is actually, like, horrible disinformation. And people are, like, on an already very sensitive subject where bad things are happening. Like, you're just making things worse. And people are like, LOL, it's just a fucking joke. Get over it, bro. It's like, what the fuck? Like, it looked legit. I mean, at the same time, I pretty much knew it was, like, fake. But, like, there are enough people in the world that don't fact check information that, like, believe everything at face value they see with, with an image that looks semi-legit. So, like, it caused more controversy. But if we're talking about people straight up lying, the Monster Cat Gold Twitch affiliate oh thing is such a disaster. So, I, I kind of, like, briefly saw, like, how it wasn't true, but I didn't really go into, like, uh, the actuality of, like, what happened with it, if you don't mind talking about so, it. So, for those who don't know... 
Twitch affiliate is a stepping stone in Twitch to becoming a larger streamer. Yeah. So basically, if you're on Twitch, you could stream and just use their platform. But the first step in monetization is getting Twitch affiliate. Yeah. It requires 50 followers, three average viewers over the last 30 days. And I think you have to stream twice a week on average, yeah. so like eight times in 30 days, which is very, very low as a bar. I know some people have been struggling to get affiliate for like a year, and I'm sorry, but you're doing something fundamentally wrong. It should not be that hard learn how to improve and get affiliate. It should not be a large stepping stone. So Monster Cat Gold, so Monster Cat being a music service, was trying to partner with Twitch to like get people to use their premium service, which is like, a, like basically you are able to use music that is copyrighted mm-hmm. in a certain way and like not get DMCA'd yeah. on Twitch, which is a good, yeah. good service, honestly. Monster Cat makes decent music, but in order for get people to apply for their $10 a month service, they had a Monster Cat Gold X Twitch affiliate fast track. And the way that it was supposed to work is if you had Monster Cat Gold for 30 days, at the 30 day mark, you were able to get Twitch affiliate. So people were like, oh my God, you could buy Twitch affiliate now. But for it's 9.99. like, what the fuck do you get out of Twitch affiliate other than like, you're not making any money off of it. And it's not like, the biggest thing about affiliate is like all it does is lock into a contract where you can't do anything with anyone else. You're not making any money. You're you're literally you have just a 24 hour exclusive to exclusivity contract with Twitch. You're you're only allowed to stream on Twitch. Yeah, it's like all you're doing is giving them exclusivity and they make money off of you by giving ads. So it's like it, it but, but here's my There are ads actually on on the program if you don't have affiliate, but as affiliate you actually get ad revenue share. Not to say you're getting any you're money getting if like, you average like, one viewer, you get 5 cents. Here's like, the congrats. here's the thing as a as a growing streamer, though, let's say you have you're you're an affiliate, whatever. You have five viewers. Let's say someone comes to your stream and immediately get, gets an ad roll. They're leaving because you have three viewers. Like, yeah, but that happens whether or not you have three viewers or forty viewers. It doesn't matter. Like, unless well, but that's, that's why I'm specific- saying affiliates a waste of fucking time because you're not getting any money anyways. I have gotten thousands of dollars being a Twitch affiliate. Why aren't you special? I mean, I, I honestly am. I really appreciate people watching my stream, and, and I'm so, grateful to get the support, but I just have to tell you that, like, affiliate is not worthless. You're you're completely wrong on that. What I will say, though, is that affiliate is worthless if you did not grind for it. I personally don't really care that Monster Cat was offering, like, the ability to buy affiliate, because I think that if you're buying affiliate, like, yeah, there's the argument, oh, it discounts people who actually achieved affiliate, but affiliate should not be achievement. No. Affiliate is literally the first step as a stream. If you cannot average three viewers a stream... You are fundamentally doing something wrong. Yeah. Sure, it might just take a tiny bit of grinding. Well, it doesn't necessarily like, happen in a month like the buying grind and switch, grind. But... I think at some point you need to have some sort of different plan. You know, you can grind all you want, but if you're not interesting, you're not this, you're not that. And plus, at this point, if you're trying to become a streamer, I don't think that Twitch is the best route to go. I feel like YouTube or Facebook gaming is going to be a thousand times uh, better with discoverability than anything Twitch does nowadays. I agree with that, but I also don't think it's that necessarily that hard to get affiliate. Like, I, I think that you just have to have a plan. If it takes you more than two months to get affiliate, you are fundamentally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, but you know, you all you have you're to do. like, oh, I know people that have been grinding for years to get affiliate. It's like, come on, dude. <laughs> that you're 100% not streaming correctly then. All you have to do is stream at the same time, same game, at least three hours a stream and make sure the game isn't like Fortnite and then you'll probably get affiliate. But that's discounting this whole argument. I'm just saying that like being able to buy affiliate would not be that big of an issue if that's actually what's happening here because the best you would be able to get is your own emotes and you'd be able to get one per sub tier. So you'd basically get three free emotes for getting Monster Cat Gold. Yeah. That being said, because Affiliate no longer has uh, a a requirement for emotes to be approved, 
I'm guessing the controversy arose from when Twitch realized people buying affiliate might be bad for their brand. Yeah. So what happened was Monster Cat roughly like two days later completely reneged on their on their uh, Monster Cat Gold X affiliate Twitch affiliate fast track deal. Uh, basically, they said we never said you could get fast tracked, which was a blatant lie. People have screenshots that basically say, "Oh, if you have Monster Cat Gold, you get affiliate." They basically said, "If you have Monster Cat Gold and reach the affiliate guidelines, we'll get you Twitch affiliate." Which is like, okay, you would get that anyway. It's an automatic process, and basically, it just it was Monster Cat lying to get people to, to yeah. sign up for Monster Cat Gold, which is kind of ridiculous, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's, it's also it's hilarious kind of how bad it is. Well, it sounds like they had good intentions at first, and then Twitch was like, uh, 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 and then it's like now it's just a waste of fucking time and money. Yeah, I, I I think that it was honestly Twitch being like, wait, if people just get fast tracked affiliate, they're gonna have like a literal swastika emote because it's not approved. <laughs> yeah. Like, I honestly think that's it. I think it was like they there's a lot of hate like people on the internet and, stuff and like, like that. having them being able to buy affiliate is probably a terrible idea. Yeah, I mean, like, but it, like I want to go back to the conversation was uh, about affiliate and like growing your um, stream and stuff like that. I j- just from an outside looking in, I generally don't think uh, the affiliate is the best like move if you're trying to grow your stream because for like I said, you get exclusivity. I think you're better off multi-streaming to both Twitch, Facebook, and uh, YouTube all at the same time. You're going to grow your brand significantly more. And let me ask you, um, before they did like the auto uh, ad rolls, did you run uh, ads as soon as people joined your stream? No, no. The the only reason to run ads right now is because Twitch introduced mid-roll ads, which is a stupid idea. So, but the thing is, like, it goes back to what I was saying about uh, being an affiliate, then now it's like you almost have to have, like, the the ads at the beginning of your stream. That's There's no streamer with five viewers that's going to grow with a, uh, an ad at the beginning of their stream. So you're better off just not being an affiliate and just multi-streaming, I feel. Well, well, there's there's two options here. So Twitch has the ability... So Twitch introduced mid-roll ads, which yeah. basically means every 20 minutes they're going to play an ad. It's going to be really annoying, especially if you're in like a really hype gaming moment and uh, it, like there's an ad that plays and then they miss it. But there's, there's either they play mid-roll ads or you're able to play, I think, one or two minutes of pre-roll ads and then that will get you... Yeah. Uh, no, no mid-roll ads for the hour. There's there's really two pros. If if you were playing a pre-roll ad, no one is missing a quote-unquote hype gaming moment because they they got an ad. So like, if if you want to watch a stream, you're gonna stay engaged. But the the major argument against pre-roll ads is that discoverability. You're not gonna want to find any new streamers if you know that like half the time you go to a new streamer, oh, you're gonna have to see like three ads. Like, let me ask you, how many times have you joined a stream? Like, let's say you're watching someone and you're like, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna click off, see what this guy's doing, and there's an ad, and you just click off immediately. You're talking to someone with Twitch Turbo, so that's Twitch's like ad-free program. Yeah, so I I I I, I literally do that five or six times a day. Like I I'll click on someone and I'll be like, ah, I don't want to watch you. I don't want to watch a, a fucking thirty-second ad. I'm going back to what I was watching. Yeah, I I think that it honestly does have a massive impact on the platform, but that like I. I also feel like it's probably not as big as we're we're making a deal well, of this, so, and so also I I, I I I have no I have no uh, way to empathize with this just because I use the paid ad free yeah. service on. Twitch. Well, I guess I'm just talking about like the average like just trying to grow with yourself because I think it's it's something like 30 percent of users will just immediately click off your stream. Where did you get that statistic? That sounds so made up. Uh, I, I watched a video from someone that's like a CEO of like this kind of stuff. Okay, okay, that's fair, but. What I will say is that I completely disagree with multi-streaming because I feel like people, uh, when they realize that they're not the only center of attention, they immediately leave. Like I, ha- genuinely, how many streams do you watch that multi-stream? 
Uh, I mean, the main streamer I watch Destiny multi streams to uh, two platforms currently. Well, three technically. Destiny's a little bit of a weird case because he like is in bad. He's in hot water with Twitch right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like for example, he doesn't have affiliate or Twitch or anything like that, so I don't ha- I don't get an ad when I join his stream, and his stream isn't showing massive growth because of it because you can just click on it and immediately watch. True, but like I I feel like that is still definitely the exception than the rule. Like I bet that if like he wasn't in bad graces with Twitch, like, he would definitely not be multi-streaming. Well, he couldn't multi-stream, first of all, but, like, I, I feel like most people, when they realize someone's multi-streaming, they don't really want to stay because they don't feel like they're the center of attention. I, I, I feel I, like it's better to focus on one platform. What I will say, though, is I 100% agree with you that Twitch may not be the best start, especially if you play certain games yeah. that are more popular, such as Fortnite, Valorant, etc. Like, if you want to play those games, you need other yeah. sources of viewers. Otherwise, you're going to get what is called buried on yeah, the Twitch there's directory. Be too the many way the things. Twitch directory works is it's by viewer count. I, I, uh, I guess I was more so referring to, like, let's say if you were buying affiliate i would feel like that would be worthless because you're never going to grow your stream like starting out as affiliate like let's say you get going and you have like 40 things i feel like getting affiliate would be good for you because then you could start getting hype and stuff like that being like a new streamer with affiliate like immediately getting ads uh like like you have five viewers and let's say 30 percent of people are going away it's like you're, you're losing like you know most of your stream from that you know I say there's no reason to buy affiliate unless you just want the emotes and don't give a shit about streaming. That being said, you can't buy affiliate anymore because they massively <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, like, if Anyways. we're talking about Twitch, we might as well talk about the massive Twitch rivals drama that happened. Oh, my God. I mean, I hate this take so much. For those that don't know, there was the, what is a Fall Guys tournament, whatever, and XQC decided to... Uh, stream snipe in the middle of the tournament as like a meme because i think they were like losing anyways and because of it like this was a tournament with like money on the line like they suspended him like his teammates and stuff like that and they lost like all their prize money they can't get rivals or anything like that there's this huge drama on twitter right now and all over everywhere they're saying like oh this is just a fucking casual game like who cares it's such a fucking joke and it's like like no, you you like you like cheated in a game. Like people are literally like posting the take. Like who fucking cares? It's like an open lobby. You, like if you cheat, who cares? It's like it's like the like one IQ take. So I'm actually not seeing that at all. I feel like you're probably seeing the XQC side. I'm seeing the Grand Pooh Bear side. So like the the entire team got punishment. I think every single person on XQC's team uh, because they didn't like like there's one thing to like actually actively cheat, but there's another thing to like also like you know someone's cheating and not report report it to the authorities. So that's that's what happened with XQC's team. The entire team knew it was happening and they all got banned for six months on Twitch Rivals and they got like seven day suspensions. But like Grand Pooh Bear took it in stride. He was like, you know what? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I no, they all they. They all wrong. took it correctly. The the more so, like the people are saying, like, oh, they nothing should have happened. Who fucking cares? It's just a casual game. It's like, no, this is like a tournament. Like this is like integrity. Now we can make an argument where like these tournaments shouldn't be in public games to begin with because they're sniping and stuff like that. But it's it, it, true. But if you know but... if you know someone's cheating and you're going along with it, it's like. Maybe you shouldn't get six months, but I mean, I feel like you're somewhat at fault as well. Yeah, I think it's just like it's wording in the contract. Like they say, like if you cheat, you're banned for six months. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think that's really arbitrary. I think that like the tournament could have been like better produced, but at the Absolutely. same time, like if if you just like own up to it, like it it makes your life easier. There's a lot of situations, a lot of drama on Twitch, especially recently, where like it's made so much worse by just not admitting your fault and just being like I'll I'll improve and then like actually actively trying to improve. Yeah. Like it. The Grand Pooh Bear approach where it's like, you know what, I fucked up, Yeah, I was on a team and we cheated, and uh, while 
I didn't necessarily think was right at the time. I 100% agree with the decision here and I will become a better person. Like that, that is how you do it. That is being a class act in 2020. Oh no, like uh, all the people involved, I think were class acts. I, I'm more so referring to like the backlash from like the fans and how they're reacting and taking the situation. The backlash from the XUC fans is just like, I can't watch my favorite streamer Twitch go fuck yourself. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like it does, it's it, it, like the thing is like it, it's like the people who like defend Keemstar. It's like it does. Like, <laughs> like, these people like, are just like fifteen years old, fourteen years old, and like they just want to yeah, watch. Yeah, their yeah, yeah. Keemstar they don't just like give a shit. Like doxed like someone in a nursing home and like you know swatted them, and the people were like, "It's just joke, bro." Like you know, horrible shit, and it's just like it's like I'm not gonna be entertained for three days. I'm pissed. Like no, yeah. But even like Grand Pooh Bear just got unbanned. Uh, like today he was supposed to get banned for seven days. He got banned for like two days. So I, I think I think that's good though, because I don't think his punishment should have been as insane. I agree with that, and I think he learned his lesson. Like he's still banned from Twitch Rivals for six months. It's probably gonna have like a minor impact on his stream. Yeah. But like, yeah, there should be consequences for people breaking the rules. Like. I, no one like it, it. It's not extremely major. Like all these people are going to be still well off if we're being honest. Oh but, yeah, of course. It just I, I was more so referring yeah. to like the hundreds of thousands of people saying like, oh, this is like they shouldn't get any punishment at all. Who cares? It's just like a bullshit game. It's like, well, no. It's like there's contracts. I just don't people think people think about that kind of stuff. I mean, speaking of like unfair bans, like I I told you word for word, like I was like, yeah, it's a it's an arbitrary ban, and he doesn't have a a date that he's going to get unbanned but alfie is 100 yeah get unbanned, and he did i'm very very happy about it i was more I, I i keep saying i'm more so i was just upset that they didn't give him any fucking words at all whatsoever like it was just uh, but do you want to know what's really funny so he lost his sub button and then when he got unbanned he messaged twitch and was like hey i don't have my sub button back they messaged him within like three hours to get him back his sub button <laughs> like of course when the money is involved they'll get right back to you but otherwise they tell you to yeah, fuck there off we go. Speaking of other Twitch news, did you see how they fucking uh, merged, like, all their fucking categories? Oh, yeah, that's stupid. I mean, like, it it just, like, more fucking of the art categories. Like, there used to be, like, a creative category, and then, like, they made that just chatting, and now, like, they have, like, this massive, like, thing. Like, basically, the art community continues to be screwed. Like, I I don't really have much else to say. Like, Twitch Twitch has not made a good update in, like, ten years. I mean, they actually, actually... Never mind, Twitch actually did make a good innovation uh, regarding channel points and that now they basically have betting with channel points and, like, Ooh. you could win more channel points. Similar to, like, how those online currency systems with Streamlabs work. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's a pretty cool innovation, but, like, the actual UI has never been, like, really improved on Twitch in, no. like, the last five years. I'll be honest. Like, like the it, it just it gets more and more and more annoying. And I don't want to sound like a Facebook mom, like, 3,000 back to get the new old Facebook layout. It's like, come on. Like, I understand things are going to change. I just wish the fun functionality state yeah it's making it harder to discover people like you shouldn't make your discoverability worse uh, yeah that's, that's, uh, when, that when just switch, yeah. that just goes back to like if you're trying to stream like if you care about trying to get views like do not stream stream on facebook stream on youtube there's so much more discoverability on those platforms it's like unreal like there's... i disagree with youtube i think youtube has like the worst ui for live streams on the planet correct but like it, it, it's like i feel like it's easier to create a uh, a following than on uh twitch uh, because you can do like YouTube videos, and then that will link people to your streams and stuff like that. Like, uh, like I sub to people on YouTube, and it's like I when I go to YouTube, I see, immediately see their streams at the top. So that I guess, as far as discoverability is, like kind of cool. Uh, maybe, All right, you and me race to a million subs on YouTube. We're doing it right now. We'll see if it's easy. We're yeah, stopping we're the podcast. We're doing it right now. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> There's so much shit like YouTube, like taking ad revenue from from non partnered content creators. Oh my god, it's fucked up. <laughs> like Nintendo DMCAing uh, Big House. It's so 
fucked up. I what's happening I have right a, now? So I have a hot take on the the melee thing. I think Nintendo was a hundred percent in the right on that, and everyone. I think so. So the, the the issue there's two issues here. Like there's what you're legally able to do and what you should do. Correct. But sometimes sometimes they're not necessarily uh, aligned and like what you have to do. So for those who don't know, Big House is a large melee event. They can't have it in person, so they were going to do it over Netplay using i forgot the exact name it's of the called, mod but some, so some it's called slippy basically it's an add-on that you have to use a rom they're using a rom not the official version of the game to play but online. i thought the, i thought the rom only unlocks if you have like the official iso somehow if you know you don't need any of that shit it's like any yeah, other okay. rom it, on it's like planet. one of those things like oh i could emulate i just have to rip my own copy of the game it's like no one is verifying well that's the thing though is like people are making all these arguments like there's this huge impassioned uh, speech from ludwig and he's like it's like oh you know like anyone can dump their rom like i dumped my rom that's how i'm playing it like who's to say that no one else is doing it and like literally no one has ever dumped a rom except like the four people who dump like 70 games at a time you know um, like, don't delude yourself into thinking you're dumping the ROM explicitly to play Melee with this add-on. You know, it's like, I fully understand Nintendo. It sucks. It absolutely sucks. In a perfect world, they would have some sort of way to do the online play. But you see with any Nintendo product, their internet fucking sucks on all their games. So, of course, they're not going to do it. So, th- it's like, you're literally using a hacked version of the game to do this, like, tournament with money. Of course, they have to do something. Yeah, it's one of those situations where they literally have to do it. Like, uh, there there's situations where if you don't actually have the legal fight, you basically just, like, lose rights to your game. Yeah. And I'm not a lawyer. If you are a lawyer and you think I'm an idiot, that's fine. You could tell me I'm an idiot in the comments below. You'll help our algorithm get us to the top. They'll see the engagement when you call me an idiot, and then the, the video will be recommended to more and more people. I'm appreciating it. However, basically, there's the situation of, like, Kleenex or Velcro, where if people start using... Kleenex or Velcro as common vernacular and you like yeah. don't sue companies calling your uh calling their product Kleenex or Velcro then you are going to lose legal rights to that and yeah it's not the same scenario yeah. but basically there are scenarios where like you see someone using your copyrighted content like using uh the game in illegal ways you have to take action you just can't ignore well, it like, sometimes a, a great great example of this is actually a really interesting topic is um the Microsoft Surface tablets, they have this huge, like, multi-billion-dollar like, contract with the NFL. So, like, they're using them in their games. All the the, the um, coaches are using them and stuff like that. And the announcers, like, in front of, like, millions of people on, like, the, this is, like, the Super Bowl. They're like, yeah, all the coaches, they have these brand-new iPads. Oh, God. Like, I think I remember this from, like, three years ago. And it's, like, the same thing. Like, they sued and everything like that, I, I believe. But it's, like... You can't have that, um, I guess, muddying of the waters when it comes to IP like that. Like, Z- like when you say, "Oh, I'm gonna go Xerox that," can you ha- like you said, can you hand me a Kleenex? Like, those are all like specific things. That's not a tissue, and that's not a scanner. You know, like yeah. So, like, I feel like people don't understand that like Nintendo can't just like see this and not take action. Yeah. It's like you walk into your your house and you see like a literal dead body. Like sure, you could just walk away and be like, "Oh, I I pretend I didn't see that." But you really really really, sh- really should report that. Yeah. I mean, it just sucks as everyone's like spamming like free melee, free melee. It's like, "Well, they're entirely in the right." You're d- like I just got so pissed off when I was seeing so many people like, "You can just dump the ROM. How do you know we're not dumping the ROM?" It's just like n- n- Yeah, how how often have you dumped the ROM? 
Like, literally no one. Literally no one has dumped the ROM. It's just like... Well, I've dumped all my ROMs, otherwise I would not be able to legally play yeah, my... Yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, uh, because we are stream, the virtual homework podcast... I've dumped podcast. the entire SNES library, every single game, including games that have only been owned by two people. Listen, I own them, and I dump the ROM. Don't worry about it. Anyone that knows us, they see that we have an extensive, extensive library of classic and retro games. We buy all our games. We do dump the ROMs. We got the proof, you know. Uh, we're, we're we take not, a dump on the ROM. Yeah, we take the dump on the ROM. Um, wait, what? I pooped on my SD to SNES. <laughs> you poop on a lot of things Flush. today. That's the second thing you pooped on. We pooped on a lot of things today. I hope you have a soap for that mouth. <laughs> Listen, I don't believe in soap. It's against my religion. That's really disgusting. I hope that you get help. I mean, if we're talking about suing, like, can we just talk about the fact that, like, Billy Mitchell is getting sued in this hilarious? Oh, dude, I'm just... I'm we shouldn't s- talk about him because like we're gonna get sued yeah. and like I like I I would hate to like be forced to apologize. Did for you this, see the but, the Carl Jobs video on the subject? Like his newest newest one. I don't know when that was released. I don't I don't watch a lot of speedrunning YouTube content because like I like I don't. It's like one of those things where it's like imagine I work in software development. I'm not just gonna like watch. Well, like, it, what I, I, I don't do really watch work, a lot of know? like the speedrun stuff anymore. It's more like the video gaming news type stuff. I feel is like very like interesting, and he just has a very good overview of like this entire situation. So, I mean, if, if we're being honest, I, I found this out from the the pet the NES podcast completely unnecessary. Oh, okay, podcast, but <laughs> um, so so basically, what happened is the guy. So in what was it, like 2014, some guy bought Twin Galaxies. Uh, from the previous owner, and he is suing. Walter Day. Yeah, uh, he's suing them under the guise that they misrepresented the brand uh, and its worth. So, because basically, what they did is Billy Mitchell and the previous owner of Twin Galaxies colluded to push Billy Mitchell's prowess as the best gamer of all time by using these faked scores um, to, uh, and they profited heavily off of it. Right? it is that profited heavily, and it um, inflated the worth of the brand with the intent later to sell it. Yeah, so like they're being sued for like multi millions of yeah. dollars, right? Yeah, for multi millions of dollars. Because I mean, that's basically what's happened. It's like now, like the value, now the brand has like no value because there's no trust in it because of everything that's coming out you know it's fucked up so i mean should have put me in there i mean we're gonna post uh probably talk about you know how this goes and stuff like that but um hopefully he gets his right dues he was at uh galloping ghost in chicago the other day so call me controversial uh-oh but i personally don't like people who are litigious like just like excessively litigious how many how many lawsuits have you filed none yeah, same. Well, actually, one. I had to sue because I got hit by a car. That barely counts. <laughs> I got a metal rod in my leg. Oh, shit. Are you okay? Was this, was this like, last week? No, it was in, like, 2009. You didn't know I had a metal rod in my leg? I did not know you had a metal rod in your leg. Yeah, dude, it's, like, when it's cold. Oh, it explains why you suck at dance games. Oh, 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 oh! Hey guys, hope you enjoyed the episode. If you liked it a lot, make sure to rate us five stars on iTunes and subscribe on whatever podcast app you use. Here's Dana with a ditty. Diddy, 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 look at my titty. Give us five stars so we can go fars. (laughs) That and more if you continue to support. (laughs)